So ghosts. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, do you believe in ghosts? Or like when, Absolutely. It, when it comes to like spiritual spirituality and like spiritual beings, I guess I should say. Yeah. What is your stance on that? I absolutely believe in them because I I believe in like the purgatory, where like if you're not ready to go to um, heaven or wherever you go, and you're not at peace with yourself, you're mm-hmm. stuck. Ooh, isn't that, that a Catholic mid- belief? That in that middle faith, like in that yeah. middle ground, you're stuck. So like in figure there. it out. And that's this that word. Like, we are in purgatory right now no like <laughs> no like earth is that like stuck place like there's another dimension oh so like we can't see the ghosts but they okay. can see us that makes sense and like okay when they're not at peace with themselves mm-hmm. they're like stuck here which i guess you could say was purgatory and until they're at peace and they've like resolved all their like inner stuff that's when they can move on to like the next life interesting and i don't know what that next life is but nobody knows what the some people think is. it's like you reincarnate some people think it's heaven some people think it's like going into the earth i don't really know but space space i don't know i used to there was one time i asked a teacher when i was in like my sophomore year of high school i was like what if when you die you just become energy in the in the universe like we have positive and negative energy like literally in physics i think hope i'm not wrong that'd be embarrassing but what if, like, your spirit, depending on how you lived your life on Earth, you become positive or negative energy in the universe somewhere? And, like, that's what that's where you are. That's what you do. I don't like the idea of that because then, like, my, like, biggest fear about death, which we will not linger on because I will get upset, <laughs> is, like, not being able to see other people. Mm, yeah. Like, your family or people that have passed before you like that it's just loneliness that's the whole appeal of religion in my opinion so that yeah. better be real <laughs> if not i'll be mad i will be mad i will want a refund uh, me too so. <laughs> i will be reincarnated simply to yell at some people <laughs> i will i will be have you seen the movie soul no i have not oh like the disney movie mm-hmm. yes i have what do you think of that i loved it i don't think personally that that's what is hap- like that's what happens maybe i guess there's no i think they got some of it right i think so too like the beginning process yeah 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 i just the afterlife process i don't know Mm -mm. i don't think that heaven is like this big beautiful like what's the word i'm looking for utopia i mean sure it's great it's supposed to be but i mean like you can't not everything can be perfect all the time like there's a reason that there's like stress or like there's certain things so i guess not when you die though i mean there could be though that's true i mean like in heaven it could literally just be like your soul is i guess you're at peace i guess that's kind of the whole point but that's so boring (laughs) i know i was just thinking about it i was like "Mm." the whole point of living is to have like those emotions so it's gonna gotta be pretty boring exactly but that's what i'm saying like if you have the other people there like your other loved ones or people in general you can still make connections and disagree with people or maybe your soul if you are assigned to a person on earth to watch over them when they're going through something stressful because i feel like human beings desire work and tasks i think all living things do that's why survival 
Like it's in our DNA that we need to survive and I will we need say to be preoccupied. I, if when I die, and that's because I want to die before the world goes to. And I, but if I'm like assigned to a soul mm-hmm. during that, I'm gonna be like, bruh, I literally don't want to be here. <laughs> like, why'd you bring me? Why'd you bring me back? Because I don't like. Yeah, I'm like. There's no danger for well, me. Well, also but like, too. What if, hear me out, not everybody believes in that kind of stuff. And this gets us back to the topic of like spirits and ghosts. Because if you are not, and this is kind of going to sound like BS because obviously you believe in it, then yeah, you're going to believe when something happens, you naturally. However, for me personally, the whole like ghosts and spirits thing, I don't think, I think ghosts is like a spooky term. I, I don't like using that word. Like spirits, entities. Um, <laughs> I really believe in energy. And, like, when a person comes through, whether that meet like, mediums, for example, that it's coming through energy, it's not like a person standing there talking to them. They feel the same things, they see things, they show them things through energy and through, um, like, touch and, like, the senses. It's, that's like, a sixth sense. It's not, like, it's not something you just, like, see happen. So that's why, like, very few people actually see like a ghost or something like that but you hear something or you see something unexplainable or you feel something that you can't really explain is because it's all through energy but you have to match that energy and able to receive it because if you're not dishing out the proper type of energy they can't utilize it to connect with you so like if you were to be assigned to a soul in your in like a guardian angel are you going to be assigned to somebody that doesn't believe in that kind of thing? Probably not. Because, A, I'm a Christian. Oh, controversial. <laughs> and um, not everybody is, and that's A-OK. Cool. But, like, the whole point of that is, like, like, being Christian is that you reap the benefits of being Christian, which would be going to heaven or having a guardian angel because you believe in that you you are receiving it you are allowing yourself to receive the benefits of that by keeping your energy and yourself open if you keep yourself closed off then you're not going to but that's that's tricky too that's like a double whammy because then if you don't believe in it then like no duh you're not going to believe in something when it happens and if you do believe in it then like obviously you're going to think it's ha- it's happening but to a skeptic or somebody that doesn't believe it and then you say like well you have to like believe in it for it to happen it's like well no shit mm-hmm. like you know like what do you mean so it's tricky but yeah i definitely think it's like an energy thing like with all the machines that people use it's a based on like set it's like light or using technology or things like that because you have to have the wavelengths match up so that they're able to manipulate i will say I've um, gone through some like unexplainable things where like everyone's Ooh. saying it's a ghost. When I'm when I was working at AMC with the production, mm. the manager kept saying like this place is haunted. And um, one time, all theaters are haunted. Really? Yeah, that's a theater kid thing. Any <laughs> type of so the history behind that. I'm so sorry to cut you off, You're but good. I want to explain this before you continue because it might add to your thoughts about what happened. Whatever, maybe but um this is so unprofessional but i have to plug in my computer okay. 
That's okay. I'm keeping that in. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to just keep talking? Yes. Okay. So, um, what was I saying? Um, that all theaters oh, yes. are haunted. All theaters are haunted. And the reason is, this is what I was taught by my um, theater director in high school. And this goes back like hundreds of years. Is that all of the emotion that happens on stage, um, all of that drama and emotion, it entices things like like sprites, like fairies. Oh, that's spirits. Yeah, yeah it, it attracts spirits because it's like an emotional place. And when you're in a theater, it's like otherworldly. Mm. It's 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 the emotions. Actually, all theaters. I don't. You might. I don't know if AMC does this because it's not like an act. It's a movie theater. I don't. But movie theaters are still theaters. Um, you have to keep one light on at the theater, like in the viewing room, in the stage, or wherever. You have to keep a light on. I don't know if they do that or not. That's called a uh, ghost light, <laughs> and it's for the fairies and spirit, like sprites. Well, there's a, always a light on in. Um the like what's it the where they the screening rooms were mm -hmm. not what you think it is i thought there were individual rooms for each theater no no it's just a long hallway with like 10 different giant machines and there, no one's up there they automatically play i thought it was like an old-timey like reel oh i thought somebody the, had to be up there to like make sure it was going properly yeah no huh I was like, what is this? This is not what I thought. This was not what was advertised mm. to me as a kid. <laughs> really? <laughs> Same. But I don't know if movie theaters have that, but I know that, like, performance theaters, like in Broadway and stuff, there's always a light on on the stage. Yeah. For, yeah. The ghost states. Mm -hmm. Well, there's one singular light on, and it's creepy and eerie. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, but the manager, who's literally in the show, like in the movie, was saying that um was saying that um one time he was working when he was like first starting out and mm. there was a girl yeah basically he walks um they tell the, the the girl who's working they're like hey can you get more cups and candy out of the closet because that's where they keep like all the extra mm -hmm. napkins amc bags whatever and she goes in there it's been like 45 minutes and his manager comes up and, and is like I don't know where she went. She's known to, like, leave and just dip. Can you go get the candy in the bags? He goes over there. He hears muffles screaming from the closet. And he opens it. That door's never locked. It doesn't have a lock. He cannot open it. And it's like, he like he cannot open it. He's mm. like, what? What's going on? And um, he calls his manager. Manager comes over. Cannot open the door. Has to break the door open and could have been stuck not to be a skeptic but i, I mean was, it could have been i was thinking about it. i was like could have been stuck um she was in the corner muffled like holding herself like like crying muffled screaming like in a like fetal position mm -hmm. and um said that she like heard groaning um coming from in the, within the closet mm -hmm. door shut behind her um the light flickered off and she went over to it and it just wasn't turning back on she heard groaning she felt someone's breath behind her mm. and um she felt like someone like touching her arm arm icky icky but now i was like i'm gonna go in there now but then when i went in there i had almost a panic attack because of 
how it felt in there yeah so i did not go i i was like i'm gonna go in there like being like a little skeptic and then i went in there and i was like immediately i couldn't breathe and i was like that means there's something in here i gotta go (laughs) i shall be leaving the entity i was like i feel some not good energy in here so i'm gonna leave yeah that's (laughs) gross that's like one thing i don't really know how to differentiate good and bad like to me that sounds i can't I don't know how. I don't I mean, know how I can. can. I don't know why I can, but I can. Most people can. But here's the. That's this is why I say this. Like that, I have a hard time differentiating. There's good spirits and bad spirits, and then there's demons. That sounds like a bad spirit. It's definitely just a bad spirit. Yeah, because like those are like the three categories. You have good, bad spirits, and then you have demons. I don't. Can I cuss? Yeah. I don't have demons. Mm-mm. I don't mess with demons. I don't know what they are, but I definitely believe in them. Um, I believe that people can be demons, like alive people, because there are some people that just have this, again, it goes back to like energy and like your soul, what's, what composes your soul, Mm -hmm. which is your energy. There's good and bad. And then there are the demons. There's Which people are that are just, like, go beyond bad. Exactly. But then again, demons are not living things when it comes to, like, the spirit world. So technically, I guess, living people are just really bad, like, bad spirits when they're dead. But, like, no, demons were never alive in the first place. They were never here. And what freaks me out even more is that when they present themselves, they typically present themselves in, in ways that are, that we as humans perceive as innocent. So, like, little kids or old people. mm um that's how they present themselves i think that when you now i don't again i don't know because like i think about the queen mary for example Mm -hmm. the boat i don't know if you know anything about that not really so basically there's this it's i think i think i've been on it actually is it it still is it still like built in like in a dock yeah I think yeah, I've been the on Queen it. Mary. They're closing it down now, but oh. um, yeah, it used to be. I mean, it's a source of a lot of hauntings. But you know that people see a woman in white who dances in the ballroom, and like to me, like that's a good spirit. Like she's just there having a good time. But why can you see her and not other spirits? What is different about her and her energy to where she can be visible to the human eye, but other spirits can't? But then again. A woman dancing in a white ball gown in the ballroom of a ship is innocent to us, isn't it? Mm. So, is she actually a woman that was on the boat? Or was she not? Because, to me, the good and bad spirits aren't visible beings or entities all the time. Yeah, that's a good ever. point. The demons were never living. They don't, they're not made up of the same things that you and I are. So maybe they can present themselves because they're working with something different than we are. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. You know? Yeah, because, like, usually I'm, like... I can tell if something's, like, sketchy. Yeah. Like, I can tell when something's sus as hell. Yeah. So, just because I've been... Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times. (laughs) So, um... Because, like, I've just been tricked, manipulated so many times because, you know, empaths, we just, they seek us out and we think that they're good and then they're not. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I think I'm pretty good at 
determining who's sus, who's good, who's not good. Like, my freshman year and um, my sophomore year, my family thinks that my grandmother, like, comes to us when Mm. we need her. And personally, I'm doing great right now, so I don't think I need her at the moment. Um, So, like, more so I think my mom or my aunt needs her more or my cousin because like my cousin's getting married soon so she'll she I think she's gonna focus all her energy on her mm-hmm. and um but my freshman year obviously I needed her because it was my first year of college and I had like a really crappy roommate situation and I was being manipulated by her so um but like it technically wasn't my roommate's fault she was going through a lot but still didn't appreciate to be manipulated but anyway I really felt my grandmother like in my dorm Mm -hmm. with me yeah and there was like a lot of unexplainable things Mm -hmm. one of them being like i had her picture up at the specific wall that i shared with my roommate Mm -hmm. um my roommate was on the other side of it and then like i was also obviously on the other side but she um said that she heard like knocking coming from the specific wall and i was like was it a squirrel like Mm -hmm. come on and she was like no it was like on this side and that was the side of the wall that we shared. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where is it? And she pointed to the spot. And, like, that is directly the spot on my side of the wall where I had my grandmother's picture. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, she's f***ing with you right now. She because did be. you're f***ing with me. And, um, one... And then one night, I had my candle going by my, like, bedside table, and I, like, started to fall asleep. And then all of a sudden, like, I heard this flapping, and it was, like, waking me up. And, um, I, like, felt her presence anyway, like, Mm -hmm. but then, like, these things, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's definitely here. But I look up, and, like, air conditioning was not on. My fan was not on. Mm -hmm. There was no source of, like, breeze in my room whatsoever. Like, even, like, the candles, like... Like, for a while, they weren't flickering. They were just standing up straight. Like, the You flames. know that that's a sign of energy, too, right? Yeah. And so... And standing up straight. Like... So, I was like, there's no breeze in here. And I look, and, like, I... You know, I had, like, a wall of pictures, right? Mm-hmm. You remember, like, my, like, wall of pictures? Mm-hmm. And, um... Her picture was the only one flapping. Aww. And I think it was her being, like blow your candles out so you don't burn <laughs> like you don't like set the place on fire yeah so and that was like a i guess a good sense of good energy yeah but you see what i mean again when it's that good energy it's little sounds or like moving something very subtly it's never this like scary thing of like feeling someone breathe on you yeah or touch you yeah or seeing them it comforts you it's a different type that's like that's how i feel like if you're if a person like has a hard time no exactly if you can't if a person if you're listening to this and you aren't able to differentiate good and bad spirits or energy it's not supposed to scare you yeah like you don't that doesn't it's also never these big spooky things yeah it's always something like that where you know yeah like when i know i've told you this before um my freshman year of college my grandmother came to me in a dream and um she had passed away my 
believe my senior year yeah yeah my senior year of high school so this was my freshman year of college and she passed away like right after I got up to college too and anyway I was really homesick and I had a dream one night and I was getting a FaceTime call from her but it was like her maiden name which is Wood so it was like a call from Miss Wood and I answered it it was a FaceTime call and it was her and she was younger and she was at our lake house which is her favorite place in the world and she was younger and when she was alive she always threw parties my grandparents always always threw parties they were party people they used to have kentucky derby parties i mean any reason for a party they had one they went out every weekend they were that type of couple and um in the facetime call from her i see her and she's younger and she has this party going on behind her in the living room of our lake house and she she goes hi baby i was just giving you a call to let you know that i'm okay and that I'm happy and there's no need to worry about me I just want you to know that I'm okay and I was just kind of like in my dream I was stunned but the thing is though is it didn't feel like a dream and I I have very vivid dreams I am I have weird dreams constantly and I have very vivid dreams I've even had lucid dreams and it didn't it was not the same it was not comparable to an actual normal dream i do not how i don't know how to put it into words or to explain no i feel that when i exactly when i woke up i knew i was like that was not a dream like technically i guess it was but i knew that that was her contacting me to let me know that she is happy and she is in her where she feels that she needs to be and she was just letting me know that she was okay and of course that was comforting to me and when i told my mom all the details this was a freaky part that was like extra kind of like ooh, so it really was that was that I knew she had a lot of parties and I knew that she loved the lake house more than anything but when I said that she was younger my mom was like well what age do you think she was and there's this portrait of her at our lake house that my grandfather has there's both of them um that he has in his office and it's a pencil drawing she's beautiful of course um and I guess in that she was in her 30s I didn't know but when I said to my mom oh like she looked like she did in the portrait that papa has in his office at the lake my mom just immediately started crying and I was like well why are you crying and she goes she was about 36 when they drew that and that was the best year of her life that's when she was the happiest that she ever was that was always her favorite age so it made sense that and I didn't know that before I had talked to my mom about it after having that dream um, or the visitation, um, I never knew that beforehand, that that's, that was, like, her happiest, the happiest year of her life, so it was a little extra special that I got that information. She even brought me my cat one time in a dream. Mm -hmm. She really did right after my cat passed away, and I was really upset about it because I loved my cat dearly, my baby, and, um, very traumatic, (laughs) And she brought me her in a dream, but it was weird because she wasn't in it. My grandmother wasn't in the dream. It was just my cat. And in the dream, I was like, what the hell is going on right now? Like, again, it was one of those, it didn't feel like a dream. And when I woke up, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. Um, But right before I woke up, I just got this overwhelming feeling, just like this all-encompassing feeling of my grandmother. And that's how I knew I was like, thank you that to her. I knew to thank her because she had brought me my kitty cat. And because it was just really special. So like, 
it just helped me heal a little bit to have it I could literally feel my cat in that dream like it was the most incredible thing so it was like one last snuggle with my cat which was really special but it's like little things like that that just make me feel like okay maybe it's not ghosts like we think about it in a movie but there's definitely some sort of yeah something and I like I'm still waiting for my grandmother to like bring me Miley like come on (laughs) I mean I know they're like snuggling up it's been a while (laughs) yeah okay but um like I don't my dog has not seen my grandmother since 2012 2013 Mm -hmm. so it's been a while they need some catching up to do they love each other see my grandmother hates cats that's why she was definitely not in the dream (laughs) she was just kind of like there you go but yeah it always happens when you least expect it yeah i've always noticed like i never i never like bring you my baby yeah i want her i know but what you when you said that was her happy stage um my mom always showed me pictures of like my grandmother after she died because we went through them and there were all these like pictures all the ones that I show you yeah um (laughs) um, of her like at her happiest was like I guess like I don't know like early 20s Mm -hmm. um and she's like going on cruises she's at the beach like all Mm -hmm. those pictures and um like that's when she visits me in my dream it's either her when I was little and like we're together and we're like little Mm -hmm. like I'm little and then she's like how's her age when I was little and we're just hanging out like we used to mm-hmm. in my dreams and I think that's also when she was happiest mm-hmm. or when she was like in her early 20s mm-hmm. and then for my mom it's like when she was a kid yeah her age when she was like a little kid this is when she visits her yeah so definitely I think that when you have passed on I don't think that you're um set on an age I think that you can kind of fluctuate depending on the situation because if you're trying to connect with a loved one you are going to connect to them through the happiest like for you when you were little that's how you see her then when you think of her is that's you know you love her so that's your vision of her so that's how she represents herself to you most of the time and like for love like she wasn't there to necessarily be with me in the way that I saw her, she was just calling to let me know she was okay. And I think I needed to see her at her happiest, you know? And, like, sometimes you need to see your grandmother at her happiest, and sometimes you need to see her like you saw her. For me, I just want to see my grandma be happy. Mm-hmm. I didn't see her much growing up. So, you know, and she's, she was sick my whole life. So I, I don't ever really think that there was a time where she would have felt not not that she wasn't happy when I was when she was alive during my lifetime, but she was always sick. So like it was never something she you know she wasn't. I don't think it'd be fair for her to <laughs> recreate that in her afterlife. She's like always doing like getting surgery and stuff. And don't want her to do that again. But yeah, I definitely think that that matters. Yeah, especially when you're contacting your family, and like my sister, <laughs> my sweet sister, um, who passed away when she was three. Um, even though I never met her, I've always been very connected to her because basically, how in detail do I want to get about this? Go basically, ham. <laughs> go ham. Basically, my mom and my dad had my sister 
and she passed away when she was three from a mitochondrial myopathy and they've had a lot of fertility issues and so they had a few miscarriages before they had my brother six years later after Aaron and then they were supposed to be done and then my great-grandmother passed away and right before she passed away my mom said to her when you get to heaven I want you to send me a sign and I don't want any little skimpy you know oh mommy kind of thing like I want to know that it's you fast forward a couple years she's 44 years old has fertility issues has also lost a child to a hereditary illness she gets pregnant with me right after she stops her birth control it was super weird and keep in mind this is like 2001 it's a little bit more common nowadays for women that age to have kids but it wasn't really as common then so she was very high risk and then I came out on my due date, the healthiest baby she ever had, the easiest delivery she ever had. And we went back to, she took me back to the house, which is where I live now, still, we still live in that house. And she was sitting on our on our back deck, on the deck. And um, she felt her grandmother, my great-grandmother, just come up behind her. She said she felt the hairs on the back of her neck stand up. And she just immediately started crying. So it was basically like, you were the sign. I was the sign. That her and Aaron, that my great-grandmother and Aaron were in heaven, and this was their gift to my mother, was having a daughter again. And, like, against all odds, she had this perfectly healthy baby. And another thing that's a little bit weird is both Aaron and my brother have blue eyes, even though my mom has brown eyes, and brown eyes are very, like, dominant in genetics. And my mom always wanted a baby with brown eyes. And she just was like, I guess I'm not going to get it. I look identical to Erin, except for the fact that I have brown eyes. And my dimples are in a different spot. She had, like, cheek dimples, and I have them, like, next to my mouth, which is actually, um, like, my aunt. But um, other than that, same everything. Same hair, same face shape. It was, like, very, like if you were to have pictures of us black and white next to each other you'd think we were like twin sisters or something and it used to used to freak out my um older cousin he would be like that's gross Mm -hmm. because he knew Erin when she was little they were they were both babies at the same time and it like freaked him out how much I looked like he he used to not be able to hold me (laughs) because of how much I looked like her but like she visits me all the time that's how I'm so connected to her because my mom genuinely believes, and I like to believe I'm a gift from God myself, but <laughs> my mom genuinely believes that my great-grandmother and my sister gave me to her, like, selected me for my mom. And so I feel very connected to my sister, even though I never got to meet her. And she very much is with me always, and, like, she plays with the lights in my room at home a lot. And sorry, I feel like I'm talking so much. Mm-mm. So it's a podcast. That's kind of the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Um, my mom. So Aaron passed away in 1990. On August 15th or August, I can tell you the exact date. She passed away on August. Not Leo month. Yeah. August. Yes, August 15th of 1990. And so, on August 15th, 1991, my parents moved into the house that we live in right now um, to keep them busy on the day of. And my mom was in her bedroom. 
unpacking and she came across one of Aaron's outfits that she used to wear and of course my mom just broke down crying she was sitting on her bed and it's so crazy because we live in the same house and it's like the same setup okay it's a little bit renovated but like you get my point she's sitting on her on the foot of her bed right in front of the closet holding Aaron's little jumper and she's just sobbing and then the lights in her closet start going on off on off just real quick and my mom just immediately stopped crying and was like okay I see you she was like okay fine I'm good she just immediately felt better and she's always said that was weird and then when my brother was little his closet started doing it and then when I was little my closet started doing it and it's done it our whole lives we've literally had an electrician come to the house to look at the the circuits and everything to make sure that we're not just like out here being crazy and he was like no like they're literally perfectly fine <laughs> like he was like i don't know what to tell you they are fine and it happens in our closet lights it happens in the hall lights like when i was trying to wake up for school in the morning growing up and i just wouldn't get out of bed the hall light would start flickering on and i'd be like fine i'll get out of bed like god <laughs> and it was always just kind of like aaron and then this year this really freaked my mom out it was really funny actually to watch this happen to her <laughs> on aaron's birthday which is in june um <laughs> what date sorry uh i can tell you i have it in my calendar <laughs> uh june no that's chelsea's birthday june 17th gemini she's a gem gemini my girl she's my gem she's a gemini she was yes june 17th and um so i was home obviously it was over the summer and i guess we had all just kind of forgotten it was her birthday which is really sad but she would have been like 34 so like you know but you not special <laughs> not a month Get over yourself erin <laughs> well she was mad and we had it like on the calendar and stuff but we weren't gonna like bake a cake like leaving. but um Apparently she was really upset that none of us had said anything about it being her birthday. So she started like f***ing with my mom. My mom was like distraught. Like she was like freaked out. She was like hiding the remotes. Okay, and I know that sounds <laughs> so stupid. My mom cooks dinner every single night. And she has a little tiny TV in the kitchen in the corner that she keeps on so she can watch her Andy Griffith while she cooks. <laughs> she has a very specific spot spot for the remote it's a routine it is a routine <laughs> she's literally cooking it's like 5 30 we don't eat till like 7 okay <laughs> so she's like actively cooking and then she goes to like turn up the volume and she cannot find the remote anywhere and she comes to me and she comes to my dad my brother and she's like where's the remote in the kitchen like i cannot find it it is so annoying and she was like checking the refrigerator she was checking like everywhere that she had been to like get the ingredients for cooking could never find it Fast forward to dinner time, my dad opens one of the top cabinets where like the bowls and plates are to eat. It was in a bowl, <laughs> like up in the cabinet. How did it get there? I don't know. My mom immediately, she left the room. She was like, nope. She was like, I know that is Aaron. I am freaked out. She was like, never do that again. <laughs> never do that again. And I think she goes, she literally looks at me. She goes, happy birthday. <laughs> she left the room. Like she was like, I'm sorry and um like stuff like that but like we know that that's her but it was so funny <laughs> my mother <laughs> but like she she messes with us a lot she takes jewelry like <laughs> left and right like she'll just put it places we think she's like trying it on she's like <laughs> thank you thank you because it'll just be like random jewelry just starts like laying out and stuff 
Was she like one of those kids that reminded me when I was a kid, I was like, I don't remember a lot of my childhood. I think my brain was just on like drugs most of the time, mm-hmm. like not actual drugs, but like, like that's the only, only, <laughs> only explanation that I can think of. Cause my parents like had a vlog mm-hmm. for me when before th- vlogs were cool and like we still have like all the footage That's so cute if you ever want to see it <laughs> i really do actually <laughs> um and they're just like daily because like all of my family lived in california basically mm-hmm. um and so they would always send them to them or like my grandmother or like other family because like part most of the time also i was like a sick kid mm-hmm. so like they couldn't really see me mm-hmm. as well but um I think I don't know, but I don't know I what can't the reason really remember. was. But um, but there's like always these like, it everyone enabled me, every, <laughs> and they still do. Yeah, and like what a, what an issue came up recently mm-hmm. where I'm like, you are enabling me. Like, <laughs> please stop. Like, and by enabling, I mean like they just go with the crazy and they like hype me up and mm-hmm. they just or like you be you because like a big thing my grandmother like told my mom was like, do not break the squirrel spirit. It is something else. It's amazing. Do not break it. Break what? My spirit. Oh, I thought you said school spirit. No, I was like, like, why is that relevant? <laughs> no, like just my spirit, like yeah. my my drive and like mm-hmm. ambition and just me. Mm-hmm. She was like, this girl is like, she's definitely different to society, but do not break it. Yeah, it's like special. And it it's different in the best way possible. <laughs> and so they they would play with me. They would get into my imaginary world mm-hmm. to play with me, and like I would be like. And, like, they would move my dolls and be, like, they moved on their own. They're alive. Mm-hmm. And, like, just fuck with me. <laughs> like, yeah. But as a kid, like, I would hide the remotes. Mm. But not but not on purpose. Yeah. Because I would... You just put them in weird spots. Yeah, because I would pick it up and, like, not realize that I had it in my hand. Leave it somewhere. Not realize that I left it somewhere. I did that with a phone once. <laughs> we never found it. <laughs> and, like... Till this day, my dad's like, Haley, where's the remote? Mm-hmm. Because he's like, she moved it somewhere. But I'm like, it's not me. Like, I don't... Um, no, but Erin was not like that because she couldn't move herself. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> she was um, a little bit too sick for that one. She literally... It's so sad. She couldn't move anything. She just um, had seizures. So, um... <laughs> no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, she couldn't, she couldn't move or speak or do anything. So, like, imagine, like, a six-month-old baby in a three-year-old body. Mm. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, that's why we think she's, like, she's like that now. Because she <laughs> she couldn't. <laughs> so, like, she couldn't do that before. So, now she's, like, <laughs> even though she would be 34 now or something like that. Sorry if I'm, like, aging you and she's going to spite me later tonight. She's going to be, like, I'm not 34. <laughs> she's maybe 32. She's definitely 34. That's Wait, fine. What year is it? Um... But I really want to show you those like footage. I want to see it because it's like, <clears throat> oh my god, she did not change. <laughs> literally same. I used to dress up all sorts of Cause crazy. This is like one video, and it's there. I'm on the changing table, and my parents are like putting on a show for me mm-hmm. just because they like loved me so much. And I mean, why not? That's like, fun. Yeah, and they were like. and then i was like freaking out and i couldn't understand why i was freaking out and it's because i wanted i still love flowers 
mm-hmm. all of my like baby blankets were like little dainty little flowers your entire and... bedding now is flowers exactly so like i my like little baby blankets had little dainty flowers like pink and blue mm-hmm. flowers and everything had flowers and one of the on the changing table was one of my like baby blankets and it had little pink and blue flowers mm-hmm. and um i wanted to pick up those flowers so bad I wanted to pick them up so bad and I could not realize. So I had like my little baby hand and I was like, <laughs> like just freaking like a cat. Out. Literally. Trying to get something. I was like a cat. I was freaking like a, trying out. to get a laser. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, my fingers. And I was like grunting and like, oh, like as a nine month old baby. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, hilarious. she's special. Erin used to do that. She's a special <laughs> one. Whenever my mom would get frustrated with her, Erin Aaron couldn't like make sounds really. She couldn't cry. She's like kind of sad actually, but like also, I guess kind of a win. She's not waking them up at night like crying just by having seizures, and <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> um. Anyway, but like, and she would make sounds when she was having her seizures. She'd make grunting sounds. But whenever my mom would get mad, Aaron would be like, <laughs> like, no, like, you know, okay, fine. Like she'd smile or like giggle sometimes when my dad was being my dad because he's silly goofy but like she (laughs) probably very similar to her if she could have been like normal she probably would have been a crackhead i was a crackhead kid because she's a crackhead kid now she's a crackhead spirit kid (laughs) she's out here left and right and okay let me let me just talk about the situation that happened earlier so basically my boyfriend met Mm mm-hmm um to know him is to love him to yep so <laughs> i text him and i'm like yeah you know like sorry i couldn't like come this weekend like i'll make it up to you next weekend mm-hmm. monday the 25th i say this mm-hmm. he goes it's not next weekend and i'm like what what do you mean you're coming next weekend and he was like no i'm not I didn't book tickets for that time. And I'm like, oh, great. Now you can't to formal. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And I send him a calendar. And he was like, but at first he was like, when's your formal? And I said, November 6th. And he goes, that's not next weekend. And I was like, I send him a calendar. And I'm like, this weekend's Halloween. Next weekend mm-hmm. is November 6th. And yes. he was like, that's not what you say. Like, that's not the right wording. It's like this. So to me... This weekend, when I say this weekend, it's really this means coming weekend, next weekend. Uh, that's how I say it too, though. I say the same thing, so that makes sense to me. And people are always confused by me too. But my and I talked to my mom about this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm so confused. And she was like, Oh yeah, we just kind of let you say it, and we would adapt to you. And I'm I like, think My parents do the same thing, <laughs> and I'm like, You're enabling me, really? <laughs> because no, I do the exact same thing, and people get mad at me for that too. They're like that's not right because i would uh, when you said next weekend well obviously right now it's the weekend but like when you say next weekend i assume like not this weekend is this coming weekend yeah then there's the next weekend yeah so that makes sense to my brain yeah so that's why we're friends yeah (laughs) my mom was like we just spoke your language and we adapted to your language and i'm like no No. (laughs) you correct me to fit in with society please and thank you but I guess because my family was so adamant about, like, not conforming me to society. Mm-hmm. So, and let my freak flag fly. <laughs> so, I got stuck with next weekend. And I remember specifically at the nail salon that um, I was saying, 
um, it was Saturday. And so in my brain, that means if if it's Saturday, you say today. And then if you're talking about something the following Friday, or the following Saturday, you say Saturday. Mm-hmm. So when you say Saturday, people are going to automatically think, oh, it's the following right. Saturday. I was getting my nails done, and they're like, oh, when are you going to this, like, I think it was a wedding. And I was like, oh, Saturday. And they're like, today? And I said, no, Saturday. And they were like, so today. And I was like, no, Saturday. And I like, I think that's another thing. <laughs> like, I feel like that makes sense to me, too. What you're saying makes sense to me, too. And also, like, oh, gosh, I wish I could remember this. I had a teacher in lower school. Excuse me, elementary school. Another <laughs> weird thing when I say We called it lower school where I went. We called it lower school, too. It's a private school thing. Yeah. Anyway, cookie quirky. It's elementary school to public school kids. <laughs> lower school to us. Um, but I, I thought you were going to say lower class. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine if I said that? Straight to jail. Just straight to, right to jail. <laughs> but um, she used to call... God, I can't remember what she said. She said, like, yesterday... Wait, what did she... She said something super weird as far as, like, time went. And I can't... Okay, you're... This makes no sense to anybody but me and my brain. He used to say stuff about, like, dates like that. Where it was, like, probably, like, everybody else would have gotten it, what she was trying to say, except for me. (laughs) She would call the... Like, today. I can't... She would call it something super weird. And it really bothered me. Like, I would be, like, six years old being, like, that makes no sense lady like, i remember like sitting in my desk as a child being like Sh- that makes no sense like you were wrong you, you are were wrong. literally wrong <laughs> and so maybe that was just maybe we're just the same in that way i was yeah. also a very odd child so i had a very i odd- was i would get i remember this specific thing and i talked about this in like a different like podcast i think too but like i would sit in my fourth grade class in an elementary school like they, they grew up with me since preschool, so they know. They know this, like, they know. And um, if, like, new kids would come in and, like, make fun of them, then they'd be like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. But, like, we were just all weird together. I love that. And I think it's because it was, a like, a gifted school, mm-hmm. and they have no social skills, and they Very. just didn't know. But I would, like, get up. I remember in fourth grade, I got up and did, like, a little pirouette like behind my desk and then just sat back down because that would make me focus i would do stuff like that i would growl at people and no one said anything nobody said anything to me either (laughs) there was one time though i left a hickey on my arm i didn't understand what i was doing i just had like flute like i had like water in my arm or something at lunchtime and i went to like suck it off and i just like kept sucking so i gave myself a hickey on my arm my teacher came up to me she was like don't do that never do that again and i didn't understand why so i just kept doing it more because i was like (laughs) all the time like i made no sense like i would just make sounds i still do that like if it's my mom makes sounds if it's like too quiet in a room i like will just sit there and be like "Mm," like i can't (laughs) like it really bothers me and like i talk to myself constantly like in the car i will conduct full-on interviews with myself like i will pretend like i'm like vlogging (laughs) in a car i've always done that ever since i was little i used to make commercials when I was little. I made a newspaper. I did oh, too. Oh, that's cute. I yeah. made a commercial on my t- 
for cat food. It's frisky. <laughs> <laughs> my dad still has it. <laughs> my oh, like lip camera. Oh my god, no. <coughs> Don't go on my mom's Facebook because Oh I will. Because I've had some little vloggies on there. <laughs> I've had a lot of vlogs. There was one time my brother hacked into my Facebook. <laughs> it's still there. If you scroll back like far enough, I mean like probably like twenty twelve. It just says I like eggnog. <laughs> See my brother was also super weird. Like he also was very weird so he enabled me like <laughs> extra because he was odd so like we were just odd together and my parents thought it was cute so they were like okay like the fact oh my god memory unlocked <laughs> i used to drink this is so not about ghosts anymore, <laughs> but i used to um i drank from a bottle like way too long <laughs> like i was too old to be drinking from a bottle and my mom was, like, really triggered by it. I was, like, four years old, still drinking from a bottle. She was, like, good lord, child, like, grow up. And so, do you remember the show, um, it was, like, I don't remember what it was called, but it was this nanny, and she would, like, go to houses with, like, bad kids. Nanny McPhee! No, it was not, it was, like, a TV show, like, a reality what? show. It was, like, a British <gasps> nanny. Yes, yes, yes. What's it called? Like, the, I don't The nanny. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> Super Nanny. Oh. Super Nanny. And I, we loved watching that show. I was terrified of her. I was literally so scared of her. <laughs> it was like a reality show of this woman that was like a professional nanny or whatever. And she'd go and like help parents teach up and break bad habits for their kids. <laughs> Called our house phone at the time and left a message on the answering machine. <laughs> British voice being like... Hello, Maggie. I'm just calling to let you know that your mother's have a conversation with me about you still drinking from a bottle. If you don't stop, I'm going to have to fly out and we're going to have to have a conversation <laughs> about that. Scared me shitless <laughs> that she did that. She like literally, like, I, we came home from dinner one night and she was like, oh, look, we, haven't, we have a message on the answering machine. Like, Maggie, come here. Let's go listen to it. <laughs> I believed it, like, wholeheartedly. That was the only time, I think... My mom ever, like, really broke a bad habit. I, that made me think of, like, I just was very cautious. I was overly cautious. They mm -hmm. loved, my parents loved that I was overly cautious. Like, they were, like, they were talking, um, to my, and they still didn't, they knew I had to have an anxiety disorder. <laughs> they just had to know. And, because they, like, I remember my dad saying to, like, my, they were telling me this later in life, but they said, um, they said to my preschool teacher when they were yeah. like putting me into preschool they were like she's very overly cautious and like she like observes she's very observant mm -hmm. so it, like just keep that in mind mm -hmm. and apparently like i would like before i would enter a social situation i'm a smart kid i just have adhd and anxiety and i accommodated <laughs> for myself but i would like stand out of the social circle observe it like mentally take notes see what i'm getting into and then get into it i like that and like the teachers will like observe me and be like what is this kid doing <laughs> um and and like i i guess this is like a neurodivergent thing but i, I specifically remember like they would always put like the radio on for us mm -hmm. like in school and i would like try to match it with sounds like the songs yes. i know what you mean and being like guess the song and like hum it yeah <laughs> like then i'm being like i'm so cool i would do the same thing i remember just like sitting in the back of my mom's car when she'd have like 
friends over and stuff would be like going to lunch or something <laughs> like singing along with the song and I'd be like I'm so cool <laughs> and I'd think that like her friends would be I, th- I would be like wow her friends must think like wow her daughter is such a good singer <laughs> shit like that I would absolutely do that the same stuff I'd like come be like guess the song mm-hmm. my brother would be like that makes no sense like, that is just humming <laughs> that you're just humming but we see that all the time and then another one is like my nana like um she like took her shoes her like slippers and um she's like she's tall like my dad's him they're like tall so they mm-hmm. obviously have like a big shoe size mm-hmm. and she's like size 11 i think Dang. and um she put like flour or maybe it was snowing i don't really remember but she i i would don't remember what happened they were just telling me the story but they put um put foot like footprints being santa claus mm-hmm. on the, like on our fireplace mm-hmm. and um i like freaked out i was like three or four and i was like why is there a man in our house <laughs> i was like there's a I stranger the, I in our house the easter bunny oh don't even get me started i was like no thank you or the tooth fairy <laughs> i was like how this out here and getting stuff underneath my pillow without me knowing <laughs> that's suspicious that is suspicious that makes me uncomfortable why aren't, and i would always be like why aren't you guys concerned about this and i remember my mom would always be like i only want you to worry when i worry if i'm not worried you should not be worried um and i don't know if i believe in that philosophy if i worried when my mom worried be a lot more worrying going on in my life you know what it made sense at the time yeah, yeah <laughs> when you're little it makes sense yeah because like, like i would be worried that like the cashier at the pizza place like poison my food same so i think my mom was poisoning my food because <laughs> i saw it on 2020 like dateline one time yeah all the time no like i thought they like put like a i thought like i was like what if i was a spy and i didn't know it so then they put like um like a little microchipped like explosive device in my pizza or like at my chicken fingers at longhorns and i'm like i can't eat this and so my parents were like, why aren't she, why isn't she not eating? Turns out, just have an anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and I worry about like, everything. I'd be like, mm, you really out here poisoning my food, huh? Or I'd like think everything was going to make me sick. There was one time I felt slightly nauseous, so I just started crying and chugging water. <laughs> I still I, like, do made, that. I like, for- me too. I forced my mom to call the doctor and ask if they had any medication to prevent me from throwing up. <laughs> I hadn't even thrown up yet. I don't even think I ever did. And, they, and the doctor was like, we can't prescribe her medication unless she's been, like, throwing up for a certain amount of time. Or, like, frequently enough. And I was like... <laughs> like, I was so upset. Like, I had such a fear about throwing up. My no. dad threw up one time and I just cried. I was so upset. I was like... I went to my brother and I was like, Daddy threw up. And he was like, okay. And I was like... He's gonna die. Like, I can't believe you're not upset about this. Like, why are you upset about this? My brother was like, he's fine. Like, no he way. just threw up. No, I remember the first time I threw up, my mom was like out of town, and my dad, bless his heart, tried his very best, but he didn't think that, like, hey, she has the stomach flu. If I give her, like, actual food, she's gonna throw it right back up. Right. So, he gave me my favorite food, which was, like, I think carrots and stuff at the time. Um, well, first of all, I woke up, threw up, freaked out. I was like, what the hell just happened? Because I I don't remember throwing up before, and that was, like, the first time I remembered, like, cognitively. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the first time that I was, like, cognate, threw up. So, I was like, what is this? 
what just came out of my body i'm dying <laughs> he had to deal with that first of all second of all um he gave me like carrots and like turkey and like thanksgiving style food well th- Why I, that thanksgiving was... style food always baby food have you ever noticed that but that was <laughs> i like genuinely that know. was my favorite food was just turkey roll-ups and like carrots no but i'm serious like this is so off topic if you were to go shop for baby food like in the cans it's always like turkey mashed potatoes peas like it's like straight up it's like thanksgiving that's all babies eat is thanksgiving food mashed up have you ever noticed that? I don't know if I can get into that right like now. Like sweet potato? Like, I've never said... So that's all we have time for today. Um, thank <laughs> you for being on my podcast, Maggie. Next time you go to the grocery store, first of all, all Car- of this relates to ghosts. Carter, because, Carter just walked in. Yes, because the way you live your life, you know, we're both going to be crackhead ghosts in the future for these reasons exactly. But also, too, next time you're at the grocery store, look at the baby aisle, like the baby food aisle, and tell me it's not all Thanksgiving food. You hear that? You I'm hear serious. That? I, I mean it. Like, literally, next time we're at the grocery store, I'm pointing it out, and you will be like, oh my god, you're right. It's all, like, sweet potato, turkey, yeah. Yeah. I'm not... It's always irked me. It's always been vexing. No, it's I... Vexed no, me. no, yeah. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Love you guys.